Yo, what's up, everybody? Man of the People podcast. Random thoughts, sports, beer, life, things that make us laugh and things that piss us off. When you belong nowhere, yet belong everywhere. You are 100% a man of the people. This is Gus coming back at you. Nick. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How about you? Doing well. Billy. What's happening, fellas? Billy, Billy, Billy. Cable. What's going What's on, up, boys? Back talking cheesesteaks again, Good right? To see ya. Yeah, it's you know what? It's never ending. It's funny. We just had we just had uh, our cheesesteak guru guys on, and I, I don't I don't know how it worked out, but we just happened to get we're just getting hammered with cheesesteaks. But you know the the we, we talked to Gene today, and uh, you'll you'll get more about his story. Um, but they're supporting a really good cause. Um, you know, our our guys who have sacrificed for this country. So. Yeah. It was uh, some really good conversation, and and you'll hear it towards the end of the pod. But it's it's good stuff. It's 100% Philadelphia, and uh, and and in times like this, it's uh I don't know, just good to talk about some light stuff. And yeah, I think we I can think, all support he, local business. Yeah, I think he put it best when you say you get to eat a cheesesteak and support a local business. It's, it's perfect. Stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, Nick, how can they reach us? They can reach us on Instagram, MOTP underscore pod, Facebook. Pod, M-O-T-P, Nick at MOTPnetwork.com, Gus at MOTPnetwork.com. All right. Um, how was your skiing trip this weekend? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Skied. Hit the slopes. Hit the slopes. Hit the slopes. <laughs> skied around. Are you I'm a skier? A, I'm a skier. I'm, so I'm a hockey player, so I know ski, Like, I could ski. What are you trying to say? Does it look like a skier? No, I've just never talked about skiing Jesus. before. I'm just asking. What the hell? I can ski because of this insane move. Of Yeah. Was you're, you're the one that's <laughs> ridiculous, Bill. I know. I know. I'm just asking. I've never heard him talk skiing. Now I don't love skiing, but I'll get out and ski if that's what. We're so you doing. didn't spend the whole time in the. Uh... No, no, we went for four nights or three nights, whatever it was. We skied uh, a day and a half. It was good. It's a per- listen. I feel like because of everything that's been going on, skiing has become more popular than ever. Yeah, I mean, you get out of the house, you can do something. It's easy. Sure. It's not. It's not bad. All the kids skied. It was fun. So no, it's good time. I'd rather watch Seinfeld. But hey, oh, <laughs> just up. I mean, I or, think, or watch hockey. I'm like, Either what? One. I'm like, us. Just <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you love skiing. That's doesn't like the cold, you know that. I try. I've I've gone skiing twice in my life and hated it both times. Yeah, and I know I get it. I yeah. wish I I wish I liked you. it. I'm with you. I wish I did. I remember being on a ski trip. I never left the lodge. About being six other people. Huh. There was a bunch of people there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, the lives the whole time. You know, the first time I ever went skiing was when uh, Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. And that was on the Saturday night. And I remember watching it at the bar. And uh, February of 89? Because the, because the night before, the Friday night, where I actually tried to learn to ski, it was icy. Yeah, not not the time, not the time no. to learn how to ski. First time I first time not I ever took Lindsay to skiing to in ski. college it was, it was all Friday night. It was icy as shit. She hated it. <laughs> Felt all over the place. Never wanted to go again. But we did get back out there. She did well. She did get hit by a snowboarder this weekend on the back wow, of her arm. That. That oh. She beat his ass. I think she might have. So so she's helping. Oh. She's helping our youngest try to ski because he doesn't know yet. So. Yeah. She's helping in from behind a snowboarder plows into her. Oh, you snowboarders. Jesus. Yeah. Use That's your fucking brutal. head, snowboarders. You know They do think they own the mountain. They, they do. Really do. You know. That's a serious black and bloomer. You know what's funny though? Like when you call them you call them ski boarders, they get all pissed off. I'm like, <laughs> are you ski boarding? And they get all irritated. It's called snowboarding. I'm like, shut up, guys. I think snowboarders may be probably 
not quite as bad as the big truck guy, but they're close. Yeah, close. Damn, they're close. close. His truck guy's a, it's a tough one to live up to. Yeah, it takes a special breed to uh, to be a big, big truck guy. But I think so. big truck guy and snowboard guy hang out. They probably at least do. at least not you know if you're a snowboarder as you know under twenty five you're all right. Over twenty five, uh, you may be hitting big truck guy. <laughs> what if what if you're a snowboarder that has a big truck? Oh, damn. Wow. damn! I can say a lot about that, but with cancel culture, I'm not going to say anything. So the, I, the first time I ever went skiing, uh, I was a freshman in college up in Connecticut, and the guys that I was living with wanted to go. So we drive up to Vermont, and I have never been on skis before. Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm planning ahead. So I go, I buy the whole package. I buy the skis, the boots, the bindings, the whole thing. I get all kinds of ski gear. I picture Lloyd Christmas. We go, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> we go right to the top of Mount Snow. Mount Snow's, you know, pretty good sized mountain yeah. in Southern Vermont. And I'm like, hey, I've been playing hockey. I can do, I can get down, right? I must have fallen 75 times on that first run getting down there. It took an hour and a half oh. to get, and it was on like the, the, the easiest trail you've yeah. ever seen. Kind of had it figured out a little bit by the end of the day. And now it's just, it's like a lifelong obsession. Yeah. It's like second nature. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, skiing, yeah, take it or leave it. It's okay. Good time now. Yeah. Good time overall. Nice. I'll tell you what's good is this pizza I'm eating. Oh yeah. Where'd you get the pizza from? Mm. You got, you, got the, there. you got the grandma's pie there. Dominic's Pizza Dominic's Pizza and Side Door Pub. It's delicious. It's Absolutely fantastic. delicious. Grandma's Pie next time you're there. 215-822-8010. Also got a great selection of craft beers. Um, anything you need from there, hit them up. They got they got everything. Pizza's good. The wings are fantastic. Chicken parm sandwich. Um, and ask for those up. little ask for those little pepperonis. Yeah, small pepperonis on your pizza. Like curl up nice and get the grease all in there. The delicious. Best. Got the wings the other day. We talked before about wings the Jack, Jack Daniels oh, wings. A mm. little extra crispy. Yep. Make sure you ask them for extra crispy. Mm-hmm. They are so My good. kids love the wings there. Wings oh. are good. And listen, if you're thinking about taking a trip, happyrv.net. Hit up Dave. He's got four RVs, mm-hmm. uh, a couple brand new ones, a couple that are just a couple years old. All four of them are pristine to condition. Hit them up. Happyrv.net. Ask got, for Dave. Got TVs in them and everything. Oh, yeah. Satellites throughout the whole thing. Damn. It's great. We had them up there this weekend when we were skiing. We were able to hit the mountain, go back in there, take a break, watch a little TV. Smart. Had the heater going. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So, should be good to go. All right, Billy. Super fan beer review. Take it away, brother. Yeah. Let's see. Brendan here has recommended Walter's Pilsner. <laughs> oh, Brendan, I don't know about this, buddy. It's a premium Pilsner. Right, damn it. This looks a little like, you know, 1968. It looks like a moose head. <laughs> it does look like a moose head. It's not even 5% alcohol. All right. Let's it's give it a like shot. like drinking a Gatorade. Let's give it a shot. Jesus Brandon, That's good. Uh, once again good enough thanks guy likes beer (laughs) i gotta tell you brent i haven't tasted it yet but i have smelled it and i'm not loving it buddy (laughs) brendan is brendan the last beer we did phenomenal we all liked it a lot brendan we've asked him he's had three in a row like home runs we've asked him to come up with a list um yes uh, so we can really you know put his ideas on paper all right so let's give this a try again once again walter's pilsner all right. Where's that brew, Bill? Can you tell? It's a German brewing tradition since 1627. I mean, talk about 1627. old. 1627? Yeah. I don't I don't see where, I, you know, it's a German beer. Okay. It's less than 5%. 
my my hopes are low. Is it the champagne of beers? No. It's similar. It's a product of Germany. That's all it's Nick's there. got a Meisterbrow face Germany. on right now. You know what? You know what, Brennan? <laughs> Brennan, I just took a sip of this, and it's not as bad as I thought. I actually don't mind it. It's all right. It's beer. It's beer. Yeah. It's a it, it's a safe man's beer. I, you know, I'm going to give you. I'm going to put this in your plus category for myself. I don't know about the other guys. It's beer. It tastes like a Bex. Yes. A Heineken. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's beer. It's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, it, it doesn't bother uh, me. I can drink it. Like I said, it's, it's, that, it's a little bit like water, but it's good. Yeah, it's, it's beer. It's you good. might need twelve to fill buds. It's okay. It's all right. Brandon, it's all right. You know, plus plus beer again. Give it. A, uh, what's the name of that again? Well, so Walters Pilsner. All right, Walters. <laughs> make sure I'm pronouncing Walter. Walter. It's a uh, <laughs> Iron Walter. Iron Horse beer. Beverage LLC. Melville, New York. All right. Oh, it's in Melville. We thought it was Germany. Melville. It's, it's imported from Germany. From Germany. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just so, all right, Brad. Jesus, Billy. Nice. So, no, it's beer. It's I beer. like it. No, it's, good. it's good. It's not as good as last week, but it's still a positive beer. Yeah. It's still a positive beer. He's he's really making a comeback off of he that. He is. The last one was nauseating. nauseating. That was a prism, right? That was bad. That was, bad. It was not good. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, guys. Um, this is our backwards pod, so we're going to uh, we're going to sign off now, and we encourage everybody to stay on and listen to some more real good, I mean, quality Philly cheesesteak talk. You, some- you you think you think you know about Philly cheesesteaks? You're talking about a guy, uh, Gene, who's a, who's a chef from my, you know, he, he they're doing this uh, this best cheesesteak of 2020. I guess now it's 2021, but um, he's a chef. He knows he's history, great cause. So uh, please, you want, to, you want to talk about a Philly guy? Yeah, this guy's a Philly guy. Talk oh yeah, it. it's yeah. good stuff. Um, Definitely stay on listening to this, the rest of this pod. This guy's got got great information on this list. Yeah, uh, you know we hit him pretty hard with some stuff. Uh, you know some different ratings and different spots, and, and you know, he answered all of it. And um, you know changed my mind on, on a couple things. So yeah, so definitely listen. Pass it and pass it around a little bit too, because again, this is good fun stuff. <laughs> Light, lighten up the world a little bit, and uh, and it's a good listen. So, uh, yeah, we're out. All right, man. Billy? See you guys. Wash your hands. Yep. Okay, well. Peace. All right, guys. All right, we're back, uh, fellas, and we, we got we got some more some more good cheesesteak talk here. Um, we're talking about the ultimate Philadelphia cheesesteak of 2020, and, uh, and Jeff and Gene have, and their guys have done some work uh, through myphillyalive.com. And uh, and they did a pretty extensive extensive review of, uh, of a bunch of local I guess local area yeah cheesesteak places right? tri state area yeah. for the most part so uh, yeah. it's pretty cool so we figured we get those guys on they're doing a lot of work they're doing some work for charity here so um, again more good cheesesteak talk no politics no bullshit just good food so I kind of like it so let's do it all right we're back on the pod we have Gene hey Gene how you doing this is Gus hey Gus I'm doing I'm doing well. Um, I guess uh, Ultimate Philadelphia Cheesesteak of 2020. You can check it out on myphillyalive.com. Guys did 60-plus cheesesteaks, did a real extensive uh, ranking process. Um, But I guess the most important thing is uh, probably why you're doing it. So why don't you give a shout-out to what you're you're, uh, trying to raise money for? Well, we have two veterans charities uh, that focus on PTSD in veterans organizations and you can 
find out really great detailed information about both of them on myphillialive.com. My partner in crime on this, uh, Jeff Berlonger, who is uh, Army vet, this is something that's really near and dear to his heart. Me, I'm the son of a World War II Marine and, wow. uh, you know, was raised by uh, that greatest generation and that was a Marine until the day he died. So, you know, it's, these are things that are very important to both of us and, you know, supporting our troops when they come home and, and making sure that they get the care that they need is something that, you know, we really got behind and, and so did all the cheesesteak vendors. It was really wonderful to see the generosity poured out by donations and by just getting involved with this and helping bring awareness. And we're hoping to take it a little further even in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny in a, in a world that's so, so politicized and so polarized, I'm pretty sure that we can all agree that there's, there's, there, there's some camaraderie in supporting the veterans and in eating a good cheesesteak. So appreciate the work you do. And there's so many, we discovered so many cheesesteak locations are managed or owned by veterans. They can get there and they, they, they start, you know, well, you know, I am it or my father who began this or so on and so forth. And it was really nice to see it tied into that and, you know, some of the emotions that came out. Yeah. I mean, I guess they guess these guys just work their asses off no matter what because it's not an easy job running these shops, especially now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, you know, fortunately, I think the cheesesteak business is a business that's really done okay through the pandemic. I mean, they struggled a little bit, but, you know, the takeout business and, and the quick, you know, grab a sandwich and go business is still doing pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So so talk about talk about your ratings a little bit, how you came up with your list, um, what you use as far as, as far as a rating with, you know, Mama's being in an 8.97 and... Pat's being a 6.33. Like how, how do we how do we get to this point? So <laughs> as strange as it is in Philadelphia, uh, the passion for cheesesteaks is so strong. There actually is a rating system and it's called the Rossi system. Uh, it was created by a gentleman by the name of Steve Rossi. Yeah, we just uh, yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, Steve is Steve came up with this kind of formula that, you know, there's no such thing as a ten, you know, uh, a nine you know, a nine or above is kind of that, you know, range where you may not even tell anybody about the place that's so good or that, you know, it is really one of those destinations that you have to make it as your bucket list. You know, and then it goes down from there and it, and it basically starts around the six where, you know, it's okay, but I'm not really going to recommend people and just goes up from there. Um, and it's based on three categories. It's based on you know, the meat itself, the flavor of the meat, the moisture of the meat, the seasoning of the meat, the cut of the meat. It's based on the cheese, which is, you know, the cheese distribution through it, the amount of cheese used, the quality of the cheese used, and then obviously the roll when there's a lot of, uh, you know, battling back and forth in Philadelphia about the different bakeries that yes. Yes. Uh, are used. And, you know, there's Amorosa and Karanji and Sarcones and Conchahawk and, and, you know, so many bakeries. But, you know, there's, and, and it's evenly distributed in the top 10, which I thought was really nice to see. So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm seeing that looking at the list. There is all different bread uh, 
red places. You, you know what's funny about Gene? I, I'm a uh, this is Gus. I'm I'm a Baltimore guy, and and just the what I what I realize ever you know even still today is just the the tradition of cheesesteaks in this city. And you know I've been here a long time, and I've had my share of them. Obviously, not a lot less than a lot of people around here, but. Um, the, the tradition of these bakeries is is pretty crazy, and the the opinions and how many people just love one bakery or love another or prefer another it's uh it's pretty rich and it's it's pretty steep. So I'm a, I'm a food person. I'm a chef and a culinary educator by trade. Oh wow! Um, and so I I have a decent you know amount of knowledge, and I'm a food historian. So it really has loved the the passion of here. But Philadelphia really does possess the perfect combination for baking bread. And when I say Philadelphia, I'm going to go you know, North Jersey down to Delaware area. We possess a, you know, a great water source that it just has the right mineral content. And we're also kind of right at sea level, which also really helps with baking. Yeah. And we just produce a superior quality of bread from you know, New York on down to Delaware and Philadelphia just happens to be where they said it. But a lot of them are based in Jersey. I mean, you know, Amorosa, their big headquarters, they're all in the Jersey area. There's some great little bakeries in, in Jersey itself. So just everything in this area. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, the history of Philadelphia, the passion of Philadelphia cheesesteaks is amazing. In my business, uh, we do some work with the Super Bowl, and we do some work where I have a team down in, in the NBA All Star game right now, doing some of the media feeding. Uh, the awesome. biggest menu we do every year for everybody for the big sporting events is when we do the Philadelphia menu. They all want a cheesesteak, so we do bring in. We have rolls flown in. We get concha hockey bakery rolls brought in, or karaji brought in, whichever is easier for our food person to grab us and, and ship us up. And, yep. You know, it's, it's just a wonderful thing, and people really like. We have to have a Philadelphia cheesesteak. You know, you have to make them one day for us. And it's uh, going down to Atlanta. They were so excited because they saw we had cheesesteak spring rolls on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just have a place that just opened it, and there's a there's a hot rave down here. We can't imagine how good yours are. That's funny. Cheesesteak egg rolls are underrated. They're good. They're, They're good. Fantastic. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I again, myphillyalive.com, the ultimate Philadelphia cheesesteak of 2020. Uh, you're, you're, I guess March is the big month for you guys, right? From what I read. So we're going to be shooting for the end of March. We're uh, we're looking. You know, a lot of it's going to depend on weather. We're going to be doing a. It's actually a final 12. Okay. So you know we have the top 10. We had a tie at 10, so we have the you know, top 11. And then we have we brought in a wild card where we let people vote for that last one. So we have them. We're going to have uh, a blind tasting with a, with a series of um, celebrity judges, probably myself as well. I, okay. I'll probably be the only judge that carries over into that, but a blind tasting of that to crown the winner. That's awesome. Um, what we're going to let them do, it's a little bit different. So on the tour, we did a head-to-head. -head. Everybody did American cheese with that. Okay. The day of the competition, bring us your best cheesesteak. There you go. Uh, we're going to bring in a food truck. Uh, 
actually a trailer, a 20-foot trailer. They had the option of preparing it on, on the site. They had the option of bringing one, and they could heat it up in the ovens if they need, or anything in between. Um, it's really up That's to awesome. them if they want to prepare it at their site, finish it on site there, uh, or they want to you know, make it from scratch on site. They have that option. So, so Gene, you said you had a you had a wild card. Who was the, who actually won the wild card entry? So the, the wild card that came in. Um, for a second. Yeah, take your time. So we had it with Gleason's and... Yeah. Cat, was, it, was it Gleason's? Car- Cafe Carmella? Cafe Carmella, thank you. Okay. Yeah, we got the list here. Okay. Carmella, which is a great cheese. Yeah, yeah, they're both good. Gleason's yeah, is, is fantastic, too. So, yeah. Yeah, Gleason's is good. What's really nice is we're represented across the board. We have South Jersey, we have Hamilton, New Jersey, we have Bucks County, we have Delaware County, we have Montgomery County, yep. and of course Philadelphia and all over Philadelphia. Now this sounds this sounds great. So you're you're shooting to do this towards the end of March, you said, or? Yes, right. End of March, beginning of April. Okay. We'll be doing well, we'll be you know um, doing that live on on Facebook Live and you know putting it up for everybody to see. Well, if you're That's interested, great. let us know, and we, we we'd be interested in coming out to uh, we we do the podcast live that day and kind of <coughs> kind of do some stuff with you guys as well. Um, it's a great cause, so we'd definitely be interested um, to see what we could do to help out. Absolutely, we love that. Yeah, right. love that very much. So, so let's get to let's get to the list a little bit. So, sure. What do we got? What? Well, I I'm I'm a St. Joe's guy. This is Gus again, and. Uh, and, I, I know where you're going with this right away. Then. Well, okay. So, so my first cheesesteak was at Larry's. Okay. Okay. My first was at Larry's, and you know what, Mama's? I don't think I ever had their cheesesteak. Really? In all that time down there. Now, this is going back a little ways. I won't. I won't date myself, but um, I, I think I had their pizza, but I don't know that I ever had their cheesesteak. What, what is it about that cheesesteak that just makes it so, so special? With, with, with Mama's, it's two things. One, they have uh, bread product that they do on their own. Um, but they do a combination of cheeses. Now, me personally, I think they're too heavy on the cheese, but their combination of, they use several different types of cheeses. Uh, it is the only thing that they really, you know, they don't, you don't get any options about it. You can't go in and say, you know, I want whiz, I want, you know, provolone. I, it's just what they, it, it's their style, their and way. Their style. Yeah. So, that was, you know, the exception to the rule, yep. but because it was all that they could do, that was fine. Um, very enjoyable. Was not my number one, but Ooh. ended up number one. Okay. Um, you know, overall, uh, was not my personal number one, but you know, it's certainly an enjoyable, and I could see how that did well with the St. Joe's community. I'm mean, certainly a college town cheesesteak. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nerdy. <laughs> oh, that's tough, Bill. So, 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 hey, this is this is Nick. I'll hop in again. So, obviously, for us being local, the eye raiser is, is Tinelli's a little bit. I saw that listed. I saw the review. I looked at it. I said, there's no way. Then I go out about a week after that, and I have a Tinelli's cheesesteak. And it is a very good cheesesteak. A lot better than I remembered. Uh, I don't know if they switched the roll or switched the, the recipe a lot, but the Tonelli's cheesesteak is a solid, solid cheesesteak. Whether it beats some of the other ones, it's debatable. But overall, Tonelli's cheesesteak, for being a horse from cheesesteak, 
was very good. Well, I, I'm with you. I live right up in the area as well. So, um, you know, it, it, Chip does a great job. Yeah. When I give him the role, and I don't know what you had it on, so he gave us two options that day. We sampled. He was just getting in the new Cedar ones, and I had mine on the Cedar roll. It was phenomenal. It was really, really a great product. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, it is you know, literally eight minutes from my home or whatever. So Same with it's us. Yep. really enjoyable for me to, to have that in there. <clears throat> it's a nice place overall. His pizza's good. Nice little business. He's yeah. a businessman. I, I know him for you know a lot of years, but, you know, his cheesesteak, I never really, like you, went in and just got a cheesesteak from him. Right. And I was just pleasantly surprised. I was too. Like I said, when I saw, when I saw you guys do the review, we had a podcast about a week after I said, these guys got Tonelli's rated all the way high. I said, I don't buy it. I said, but I'm going to try it. So I did. I went in, I tried it. It was, it was a great steak. Um, definitely okay. probably one of the better ones from a pizza place in our area, I would say. Um, you know, it doesn't compete, I don't think, with an, with an Angelo's or a, or a Jodra's pork, but for a pizza place, solid cheesesteak. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it, you know, it, look, it, you're going you're gonna to work really hard to take down a John's Reservoir right. or an Angelo's, yep. you know, or in, in my eyes, I, I'm a donkey's guy. I, I, yep. It's hard to believe that my favorite cheesesteak <laughs> probably comes from Camden, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it's right up there. It's I, different, though. So, I, so, yeah, I've so, never had it. So, so for people who... That's what I mean. Like so, so to explain explain the the, the poppy seed Kaiser to to people. Just I, that's that just seems so foreign. It, it really so. There's there's an interesting uh, as a chef. I'm gonna go with this. Okay. So there's a couple things about their cheesesteak. Now the poppy seed Kaiser worked with us <clears throat> because the poppy seeds give just a little bit of sweetness to it as well. The meat is really just super moist and, and cooked perfectly the cheese is evenly distributed but there's a little bit of texture with the poppy seed kaiser and it just holds the it holds the sandwich together really well what makes donkeys truly unique is the flavor that they get from their onions mm. they just long slow cook their onions out we jumped everybody without when I was there, I got one with onions as well because you can't resist. It's, it, you know, it, it's just a great sandwich. The the sweetness of the poppy seeds, the texture of them, just blends in. And much like Pasadena's that didn't do well, donkeys, if you've never been, is kind of like stepping back in a time capsule. Okay. When you walk in. The memorabilia from, you know, 1944 is still on the walls. Really? You know, they opened up during the war, the feeding the, the troops and feeding the shipbuilding industry, actually. But, um, you know, the, the original Canton brewing signs are, you know, still on the wall. And they have, you know, just great history everywhere. And they have some really unique, you know, beverages and you can get... You know, some bourbons that are a little harder to find. And just, it's a, oh. it's a great throwback in history to walk in there. And, and yeah, I've never been there. Definitely a place to check out. You, you know, uh, absolutely, absolutely is a bucket list to try. Um, you 
know, Monday through Friday. They're only open one Saturday a month. Oh, wow. Um, just a, a real unique place. You, you know what's you know what's interesting about that you say that, Gene? And and I'm surprised there hasn't or has there been any sort of documentary about the history of the Philadelphia cheesesteak and some of these places that are that are kind of serving it. Not in that degree. There's been little segments of it. You know, um, there's been a couple shows. Anthony Bourdain did a little bit. He actually he was, was at Donkeys, donkeys. right? He, he was Donkeys was his choice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but nobody's really covered the history of the cheesesteak in the city of Philadelphia. They have been. It has been done for the hokey, but it has not been done for the cheesesteak. It's probably something that needs to be addressed. And yep. you know, it's, it really is a wonderful story because when you go to know how it began with pats you know on a hot dog roll for all intents and purposes is what it was served on because it was just sliced up steak meat and they threw on a griddle they were hot dog vendor and you know to what we have today and the fact that it took you know they started serving steaks and it was many years before they put cheese on and then you know the the you know, relationship to cheese whiz and you know what how people feel about that, the arguments that go back and forth. The, the passions revolving around these things is amazing. It just cracks me up watching people get so upset or so opinionated. And I keep reminding them that, you know, it's a cheesesteak. It's a choice. It's just food. <laughs> you, get some, you get some good debates out of it, though. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Gene, um, this, is, uh, this is Kevin. I want to ask you about Angelo's, but before you start talking about them a little bit, we have a we have a fantasy football league here in our neighborhood. And we're all part of. We had a little side bet within the group that um, whichever one of us finished last had to go buy cheesesteaks and pizzas for everybody. So these guys are anxiously waiting for Angelos to reopen so I can drive down and buy for everybody. But one of the, one of the caveats was that they told me that I'm not allowed to have any of it the day that I pick it up. I think it's cruel and unusual punishment. What are your thoughts? I don't agree with that. Actually, that's weird. Well, so, and I'm going to tell you the way around that. <laughs> so we got a place right down the street, another little place, a bar. Yeah. Okay. So you can pick up everybody. You can pick up cheesesteaks from Angelo's and then go block down to the bar to his other place. Perfect. Uh, grab what you want. There, there you go. go. It wouldn't violate the rules, okay? That's true. So talk about Angelo's cheesesteak and what makes it so good. Well, so he, um, funny because he was a bread baker by trade. So his original business was baking bread. He's actually related to the Sarcone family. Okay. Okay. Sarcone family, but they don't use Sarcones. So with him, I really think his bread is a superior product. Agreed. Um, and I, I really think, and then, you know, he just does take the time. He does a, a real great distribution of the, the cheese all through the steak. It's not layered on the bottom. Right. It's just the right ratio. The meat has great flavor to it. You know, it's it's just a, a wonderful product altogether. And it should be open in the next couple of weeks. So you're good. Can't wait. Good. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. So, so Gene, just a couple a couple of places that fell low. To me, I, I love Steve's. It's ranked really low. What, 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 what made that drop so far as opposed to some of the other ones? So, I and, you know, there's Steve's right up by me because, you know, you're up this area. Yep. So you know we're right there. I like Steve's as well. Um, I, I think two things. I, I, you know, there's some inconsistency. I think with that. So 
I have gone to Steve's and had probably one of my top 20 cheesesteaks of all time. Uh-huh. And I've gone and said, eh, you know, there's inconsistencies between his locations. Okay. As well as, you know, looking on the grill. And I think that that really works against him. I agree. Because I, agree. I go to Steve's and get a great steak. I go to Steve's and get one. That's average. Yeah, you know, okay. So I hit the yeah. one. I used to hit the original Steve's down off the down on the boulevard mm-hmm. um off of cotman avenue i believe it was right and then um they opened one on bustleton avenue and uh and the, and the boulevard that i right. that looked where i where i grew up so i've been eating steve's for years um but i agree with you like on that i, I you know I, I could see where you're coming from with that um so that definitely makes sense gene they were all ready to, to jump all over you I and, was, you, and you hammered them gene you got me gene, <laughs> gene you got him <laughs> you know I, I, and, and it's one of them you know that someday we're going to have to revisit the tour a little bit and do the those ones that there's probably you know, three or four that we need to go back and say you know what i'm gonna go try that again because i do think that they should have done better yep and they didn't, and you know, unfortunately, or fortunately for everybody, and you know, fortunately for me, who you know, my cardiologist would agree probably that we only tried every place once. There were days where you know we were doing twelve stops in a day. Oh, oh my god! Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That they were ugly days, and and you know, it's so when you go to a place too, and okay, we're gonna do you know, American without, well, you know, but our best is, you know, at donkeys, you know, we started there. Well, we're going to do the American without. Yeah, but you got to have it with the onions. You know, how about this one with the hot peppers? Right. You know? <laughs> so your first stop of the day, you have three. Oh, you know, it's like, that makes for a long day. Oh, man. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, Gene, I, at the end of the list is, is everybody's, is everybody's tourist trap is Gino's and Pat's. And, um, and and I'll say I get it, but I'll also say that I and I think that that me and me and my my good friends here would all say that if you put Pat's or Geno's in front of our face right now, it's not going to last more than what five, five minutes. minutes? Yeah. I would say three tops. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the big misconception. Okay, in the city of Philadelphia, there are very few bad cheesesteaks. Right. And, you know, nothing on that list is a bad cheesesteak. And my wife will be the first to tell you, one o'clock in the morning after a concert, the best. <laughs> we're going to we're going to Pasadena's. Yes, good man. Because yeah. it's an experience. Yeah. And if I bring some people in from out of town, we're going to go to two. We're going to go to, over to, you know, John's Rose Port, but we're going to go to Pasadena's because it's an experience. Yeah, right. A, you know, it's a cultural thing. And, you know, Pasadena's is a, you know, it's a good cheesesteak. Certainly, I'm not going to say no. You put one in front of me right now, I'm going to have that too. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And, absolutely. But, you know, when push comes to shove, if I got my choice of 64, I'm going to choose John's or I'm going to choose Donkey's or, you know, Angelo's and, right. you know, for, the, for that quality. But, yeah, they, they, I don't know if there's such a thing as a bad cheesesteak. I mean, I, I guess people could, you know, burn them there. Get some soggy some rolls like or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. In the day, it's just a cheesesteak, yeah. right? So we yeah. we've got we've got our our sponsor, Dominic's Pizza Inside Door Pub, is is one of our our local places. I don't know if you know that. That's out in Chalfont. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's one of our sponsors. He makes a decent. Oh, okay. There you go. So you know Dino pretty well then, probably. So, uh, yeah, he's one of our sponsors. Good guy. Um, And, again, his cheesesteak's a solid cheesesteak as well. Again, I don't put it in the tops with, like, these Androids and groups, but I think it's a solid cheesesteak that uh, we've all had. We've all all enjoyed. So. Another local place, Gene, maybe you could talk a little bit about, and I go by it quite often, is is, uh, say. Same name, you know, similar name, different place. Dino's Pizza in Warminster. Yes. Sure. Actually, I like Dino's. So I live just eight minutes away from Dino's for some time. I'm on York Road there. Uh So I like it. And one of the things that I like about Dino's, too, is that they do – I don't know if you've had their their house-made whiz. No. So they they make a house-made whiz. Really great product. Really? Really great product. And and they make great strumpolis and all that. And – I, I actually, funny thing, the first leg of the tour, I was coming home that day, and my wife said, pick up something on the way, you bring me a cheesesteak, and I didn't. So I said, Dino's and grabbed them, you know? Like, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> well, that's, that's good to hear. Uh, you, know, you know what, Gene? We, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, and you know, any any anytime anytime you wanna you wanna come on and talk about what you're doing, you know, we'll we'll keep pumping up your uh, your your final your final twelve here. Um, again, you know, you guys are raising money for a great cause. Uh, I have the information right here, the Veterans Multi Service Center, uh, 213, 217 North Fourth Street, and uh, the VA Vet Center, 801 Arch Street in Philly. Um, so two, two great causes. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll be doing a, a series of things throughout the year. Um, there's a great bar in Philadelphia um, that is, you know, kind of the the. It's called Cookies. It's the kind of birthplace of the. It's the yeah. where the Marines' birthday party is celebrated every year, and they uh, have opened up some spots for us. Perfect. Uh, they have some new ownership. Um, I have some wonderful. Uh, artwork that my father brought back from the island the Pacific. And uh, I'm going to keep one piece for myself, but we're going to uh, put up the rest for uh, charity auction to add cookies to raise money for, you know, our vets and things like that to bring in some additional things, some real, really unique uh, stuff from the islands. That's um, great. That, you know, he brought back right after World War II. So, you know, Anything we can do to help it. Hey, and eating cheesesteaks and supporting small businesses is right. the other thing. Right. No it's doubt. It's great to get out and support small business during all this. Definitely. So, so, Gene, Gene when, whenever you guys finalize a date for your cheesesteak, your top 13, let us know. We'll definitely come. We'll support. We'll, we'll broadcast live from there. We'll do a podcast and, and, get the, and keep the word out. Um, if you let, let me know the date, and we'll, um, we'll also we'll promote it on our Facebook page and social media as well. Yeah. We, we should have that date nailed down uh, within probably the last or the next two weeks. We're okay. waiting on a confirmation from uh, you know a few of our celebrity judges, yep. and uh, we'll, we'll get that information right out to you. That's awesome. We appreciate right. it. Any um any websites, anything uh, where how how people can find you, anything you want to kind of let everybody know? So um, we'll do a little bit. Uh, obviously, my Philly Alive is the site where you can follow the cheesesteak tour and find out other information uh, about Philadelphia. Um, you know, if uh, a little cross promote here, 
and we'll do this on, on podcasts I'm involved in. Uh, I, I do a session on Dining on a Dime. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's a food podcast related to Philadelphia. Um, so you can do that, or you can follow me on social media, uh, either under G Blum, or you can follow me at IP Foodie too. Um, and I am all about food. I, it's all I write about all day long is uh, food and Philadelphia food and food history. Now, that's all, that's awesome, Jim. We appreciate it. Maybe we'll get yeah. together on another cross pod with your with your podcast one day. We'd love to. We could do I'd that. Love We've to got have you on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd we'd appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming on, Jim. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, right, thanks, thanks a lot. Jim. Be well. See you. Bye. Bye now.